Good evening, listeners of Radio Adonia. It is 7.59 p.m. Central Standard Time, February 5th, 2021. Well, first off, good evening. It is a fun, fun Friday. So, let's go with it. So, first off, I think it's amazing that this is the first week that I've officially revived Radio Adonia. So far, so good. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing's gone wrong with it. Um, Adonia is absolutely still thriving, just the way as it always has. So, let's discuss what we've gotten in plans today, and then we can go from there. Um, so first, let's discuss what we're going to talk about today. First, we're going to discuss Adonia, what it's going to be doing, and then we're going to discuss, well, some outside events. So, let's go with it. So, without further ado, today, I was brought to the idea of a workers' congress where local people can bring up uh, local issues, suggest local policies, suggest policies to me, that kind of stuff. And that's currently being voted on, so I'm hoping it passes because I want to implement such an idea into the Adonian Nation, which would allow the people to have more of an official uh, kind of voice in the government, and it will also allow them to um, speak out more against the government in a way, at least in a more enough of more of an official uh, way. We also are looking into cultures and all that kind of stuff. We have, I don't know. Other than that, we hope to start the NEP soon, um, which is actually taken from the Soviet NEP, which is called the New Economic Plan, essentially. Start an economy, which I'm not sure how will that how that will work. I will have to talk with um, Governor Archie Birch about that because Misberia does have an economy, and it, it it does function. So I'm curious as to how that could work. But until then, no economy. You know, whatever that stuff. Um, we also want to look into the idea of, or at least I do, I want to look into the idea of giving more rights to Adonian citizens. Um, you know, right to basic health, basic care. You know, if I freaking, if I freaking get a cut, I can have someone or myself uh, take care of that cut. Now, I'm not saying that's abandoned Adonia, but it's not necessarily guaranteed that someone will help you if you are hurt in Adonia. So, I want to at least allow basic um, healthcare assistance and all that kind of stuff. And then I also want a basic um, protection of our citizens and all that kind of stuff too. So, I'm, ho I'm hoping that'll go well. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, whatever. 
another thing that I want to look into is we want to write a manifesto of what Kolkatism actually is, what it does, that kind of stuff, and how it functions within Adonia, and how we do things. So, we actually do have a page on what Kolkatism actually is, but it's more of, you know, what kind of policies we have in there. I want to make a book or something similar to that on what it is, how it could work in a society, that kind of stuff. So that's also what we're going to do. And no, there are some people who think, oh, yeah, it's just centrism. It's just centrism. No, no, just just no. You think you dug far enough, but you actually haven't dug far enough. So I don't know. Adonia is doing well, you know. We are thriving, we're taking care of ourselves. I also want to actually, now that I think about it, we also want to implement an idea of, or we want to emphasize the idea of uh, self-reliance within the Adonian nation. And what self-reliance is, it comes from the Juche idea, is that the people must rely on themselves to get what they need or what they want. So I also want to look into that as well. Let's talk weather, because it is cold in Longhorn, with a temperature of at least... Let me look. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, it's screaming at me, my location surfaces is off. <laughs> That's fun. Where is weather? Here we go. So, in Longhorn, it is currently 10 degrees Fahrenheit which is cold, and there's also a wind chill of at least negative six, so it is cold. Very, very, very cold. Painfully cold. Gotta keep that in mind as we work through the uh, day. So tomorrow morning at 7 a.m., it will be three degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> And the high tomorrow looks like it's going to be uh, 12 degrees Fahrenheit, which is uh, not that good. I don't think that's I don't think that's good, but you know maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe. All right. Well, let's start with Kalamazoo, Michigan. So within the Kalamazoo Commune, it currently is in the 17. 17 degree range, so with it's 17 degrees uh, Fahrenheit with 14 mile an hour winds, so that means um, it's cold. And tomorrow looks more of the same, with the highest temperature being 18 degrees and the lowest temperature apparently being 15. Within the um, commune of Eads, we have oh, that's not commune of Eads. Within the commune of Eads, we have weather of, oh wow, they're lucky, they have the weather of 32 degrees Fahrenheit with 10 degree, or excuse me, 10 mile an hour winds. Tomorrow looks like the high is going to be 37 with a low of 18 degrees Fahrenheit. And with that, it looks like we have something, we have a music break on the way. So, of course, we are going to play some music, and we shall be back.
Песневую это не впервые, Ведь врагов советской солнечной земли. Боевую песню мы в года былые На штыке советском гордо пронесли. Гадам нет пощады и нет спасения гадам. Встретит ли их пуля, молодец, киштыкли. Мы врага спросили, разве вас не били? Так может вы отвыкли, может вы забыли? Гитлер ждал ответа от Наполеона. Ты скажи, чем кончу я с Россией бой? Тот ему ответил из могилы сонно. Я, мой друг, подвинусь, ты ложись со мной. Гадам нет пощады и нет спасения гадам. Встретит ли их пуля, молодецки штыкли. Мы врага спросили, ну разве вас не били? Так может вы отвыкли, может вы забыли? Немцы захотели высадить на суше Свой десант в тумане, не видя никого. И и перестреляла всех до одного. Гадам нет пощады и нет спасения гадам. Встретит ли их пуля, молодецки штыкли. Мы врага спросили, ну разве вас не били? Так может вы отвыкли, может вы забыли? Доктор молвил фрицу, ваше дело худо. На Кавказ поехать надо вам к весне. Фриц ответил хмуро, я уже оттуда. Разве не заметно по моей спине? Гадом нет пощады и нет спасения гадом. Встретит ли их пуля, молодецки штыкли. Мы врага спросили, ну разве вас не били? Так может вы отвыкли, может вы забыли? С песней воевою вел полки суворов. С песней кутузов шел врага крушить. Мы любую злую вражескую свору С этой песней били, пьем и будем бить Гадам нет пощады и нет спасения гадам Встретит ли их пуля, молодецки штыкли Мы любую злую вражескую свору С этой песней били, пьем и будем бить Spaltet die Nation, ne Neuheit ist das nicht gewiss, doch von Interesse schon. Das Beispiel Krupp und Krause klärt den wirklichen Verlauf, der deutschen Spaltung zugehört als Klassenfrage auf. Denn Krupp ist Monopolherr und Krause ist Polit, das ist der Klassengegensatz den jeder Mann versteht. Herr Krupp, der Boss der Industrie, im Club der reichsten Herren, besitzt Fabriken, Zechen, die vieltausend Mann ernähren. Als einer von zigtausend Mann steht Krause Tag für Tag in Krupps Fabrik zur Arbeit an, sein Stundenlohn fünf Mark. Denn Krupp ist Monopolherr. Und Krause ist Polit, das ist der Klassengegensatz, den jedermann versteht.
was krausisch mündlich produziert, ist mehr als 5 Mark wert. Der Mehrwert wird von Krupp kassiert, weil dem das Werk gehört. Und tausenden Kollegen geht's wie Krause jeden Tag. Herr Krupp nimmt sich den Mehrwert stets als Kapitalertrag. Denn Krupp ist Monopolherr und Krause ist Prolet. Das ist der Klassen-Gegensatz, den jedermann versteht. Ist Konjunktur und angespannt der Arbeitsstellenmarkt, wird Krause Partner Krupps genannt, denn dann ist er gefragt. Doch ist der Wirtschaftshimmel trüb, die Auftragslage flau, dann droht den Krauses im Betrieb Entlassung, Lohnabbau. Denn Krupp ist Monopolherr und Krause ist Polit. Das ist der Klassengegensatz den jedermann versteht. Die Spaltung hier in diesem Staat erklärt sich folglich so, was Krupp an Macht und Reichtum hat, ist Krauses Risiko. Im anderen deutschen Staate, da gibt es die Krupps nicht mehr. Da sind die Krauses selbst für wahr die Herren der DDR. Damit sich Krupp nie wieder Welcome back, my friends. So, when we last left off, we talked about what Adonia had going on, the weather within each individual commune, which is something I might start doing um, for each episode, which we'll do a weather um, check for the day of recording um and i'll do the day after as well because you know most people listen the day after the uh podcast episode is uploaded so let's talk fun now people might be like oh andrew you're weird you don't know what fun is and i'd be like yeah kind of true but i'll go with it so You know what is fun? Vacation. You know who's going on vacation, though? If you guessed me, you're right. So, next week, seven days from now, I will be leaving Longhorn, and I will be going to Disney World. Now people are like, what? Oh my god, you're gonna get to Disney you're gonna die! And I'd be like, eh. Because, sure, people you know, whatever, can have the virus, but, um, keep in mind, Disney, the company, is, they're like masks Nazis, social distance Nazis, temperature check Nazis, essentially, if you don't follow the rules, you're getting removed, you're being kicked out, or being shot, not driven, but you will be removed if you don't follow the rules, so, it will be moderately hard to get in there with the virus, um, asymptomatic people, though, I think that's another story that we won't talk about, uh, other than that, we'll be leaving the 12th, I'll be gone until the 20th, 21st, maybe, and, yeah, so, I mean, that's fun, that's fun, that's, uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's fun, I also 
got to be fancy. I don't know where I was going to go with this, but <laughs> I just said that for no reason, but you know, you know, it would actually, so Adonia plans to look into interactions more with the community. And I was wondering if I were to open a poll on the Radio Adonia Twitter account, as soon as this video is uploaded, excuse me, as soon as this podcast episode is uploaded. I would really appreciate it if y'all took the time to vote on said poll. You know, oh yeah, I like this about it, or whatever. So, and I'd be like, cool, thanks, and yeah. So what I would think I would ask is, what do you want me to talk about? Because I want to open up more opportunities where I can have you guys um ask me to share my opinion or tell them a story or tell a story for them or something like that matter. So in this case, I'm going to tell the entire story of the old man. Because you know what? Why not? Um, I hope he's not listening because I am screwed otherwise. So yeah. Let's see here. Alright, so I'm going to read because I saved the story. Alright, cool. So let's start. So I'm going to start it with this. I like flags. Any flags. I like history and politics, but besides the point. Well, one day, I was flying a German flag. It was like June. Because I like, you know, flying flags, whatever. So, nothing wrong with that, I don't think. Answer guy across the street. Who I call the old man. He screams, fly! <clears throat> Sorry, I got to get the voice in that mimic. Sorry. <clears throat> Fly this flag, Andy. I used to be called that, so. It's like, we haven't, we used to, I used to, um, be with, I used to uh, play with his dogs or whatever, so that's what I was, you know, whatever. While grabbing a bunched up American flag and flapping it at me to the point where I just went inside because I didn't want to get screamed out. Fast forward a few months, I think it was September, not to August, August, definitely August. So, fast forward a few months, I got a new way to fly flags. And you know those, how they put the house flags on the house, right? So I got one of those. So I put a German flag out again. I always make, by the way, I always make sure there's an American flag somewhere out there, whether it's the garden flag, or 2x3 two two flag, whatever. And I remember him saying, quote, Why don't you fly a Nazi flag? I'm like, huh? Why do, why, why did you say that? Fast forward even more. It, it, it's emphasized, so. Every time I tried taking a walk, it was always God bless America, or whatever. Well, I had a friend I was talking to. I think I know. I think they'll know who they are. Um, and next thing I hear is, God, it's really loud. Trust me. Have you ever heard like a car flying past your house? Now imagine that with a guy screaming, God bless America. Boom, old man. And he was at the end of the driveway. So he screamed that. And my friend was like, hey, are you okay? <laughs> I was laughing, and I swear to God, he gave me the the biggest death stare I've ever seen in my life. It was amazing. 
So he said some more stuff a few later, a few days later, like "God bless America and not Germany," that kind of stuff. So, so one day I decided to fly the Adonian flag, the old one, the upside down German tricolor, and he started screaming about how, how communists kill or whatever. How I was, also how he said his what I call his famous catchphrase: <clears throat> "Go back to East Germany." You know, that kind of that stuff. Occasionally, you can hear me say If you're in my room long enough, you will hear me say that. You know, it's too funny to not say. So, that night, I was on the phone with someone, right? Um, Trevor, one of our governors. And I'm pretty sure Trevor remembers. Um, he threatened me. He was like, he said some, he started, you know, throwing threats at me, which I won't share what he said because it kind of hit. One night, though, one night a little later, he did follow me at 8.30 at night. Now, I did tell that story in one of these episodes, so I won't get into that story that much. Can I add that it, yeah, okay, can I, was a scary man was following me at 8 at night, and I later found out that this was to talk to me at night. I was legit crying to someone on the phone about it because I was scared. I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. Imagine having someone follow you at night. Here's another part of the story. He, I thought I heard him scream the night that I was on the phone with Trevor. Um, I got a, my friend's got a truck with your name on it, right? The next morning, I was sitting on the curb. Now, first, I'm not going to lie. I should have been sitting on the curb. But here's the thing. This kid. He drives on a, a little, he rides a minor a bicycle past our, past, the, past our house, down our street, occasionally. Well, he got stopped by the old man one day, back in the summer. Well, the, that morning after I talked to Trevor, um, this kid got into his truck. And imagine sitting on the curb, right? And you have your phone, I don't know, about a few inches in front of you. And your legs are a little bit out. I see his truck coming down the road, so I pull my legs back, right? I swear to God, if I kept my legs out, he would have ran over my legs. Because it, his freaking car tire was really close to my phone. So close, in fact, that if I had moved that phone any further, like an inch further, he would have ran my phone over. And that point, I decided to get up because I almost got murdered. So, scary stuff. Fast forward to the end of September, me and my mother decided to go to the store. That's when the wife of the old man and big man, big man is the old man's son, the big man's big man's wife came up telling me that me and my mother were, mother how I was taking pictures of them, stalking them, stuff like that. My mother knew it wasn't true and that the old man's telling them stories. Next day, three of my flags also known as the October 1st incident, three of my flags were missing, and we think it was them. Now, as far as that goes, they have left me alone ever since, and there has been nothing. That lasted a whole eight minutes, and I'm very proud of that, because I'm going to end the episode. So, if you enjoy that, thank you for listening, all that kind of stuff. Of course, as always, have a wonderful, wonderful evening.